Hi everyone and welcome back to the Crafty Crew podcast. My name is Kinger or as the lads like to call me Big Juicy and I'm Big joined juicy. as always by Mark. Good evening. By Nally. Well. And by Walshi. Sing chow. Oh. Japanese. No. Korean? No. Oh, well, I mean Cantonese then. Vietnamese. Ah. Well done. And if that's pronounced wrong and all our Vietnamese listeners would like to correct me, <laughs> that is how Google pronounced it for me earlier on. I I feel like I feel like you're probably safe enough, Walty, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think so. Um, Hasn't reached that far yet. I, I feel like this has gone under the under the radar a bit. Is this our final episode of the season? We have we have we have the ones we couldn't get. So we have Lonely Leitrim that you can't find a beer from because they don't make anything from there anymore. Yeah. And we have Tyrone Sorry, who refused yes. to ship outside the north. Okay, well this week it's Claire and Fermanagh. Uh, so it's uh, it's uh, it's a pilsner from um, Western Herd. I'm, I'm sure Nally's delighted. And uh, we have uh, Inish McSaint from Fermanagh as well. So um, Nally is telling us about Fermanagh. No, so I'm going to tell you about Claire, uh, Western Herd. That was a lovely double bluff in the thing just to mess with you, Kinger. So I'm very happy for once you read it and we double uh, bluffed see, it. That's not, <laughs> that's not fair. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> the, the one time Kinger read it in the chat and we fucked it from. <laughs> yeah, so Western Herd, it's based in Clare, as you said. Uh, they have some, they have a really good range. There's a couple of beers on that range that I'm really looking forward to trying. Um, there's one that we've had uh, before on it, so I haven't had much Western Herd myself, but we've had one on the St. Patrick's Day episode last year, which was the Western Herd Dolman Irish Stout, uh, Whiskey Age Stout, that myself and Kinger had given an unbelievable rating to. Unfortunately, Del- I believe delightful. it was limited edition, so I don't know if the lads can get their hands on it. But hopefully, oh, anyone out there, anyone out there, you got some bottles of it, pass them on, you know where we are, you can hit us up on all of the <laughs> socials. Um but yeah, so it was set up by uh, a pair of cousins, um, so it was, and there was on their great-great, hold on, I'll get this right, great-great-great-great-great-grandfather's farm. So as they were there with kids and the whole lot, they were, you know, they just used to love the farm and going around there and everything. And it's uh, the brewery is actually set up in one of the old sheds that's from the farm, which is pretty cool, like. So uh, one of the guys, the, the, there's two of them set up, uh, Michael and Maeve. Sheridan, well, Maeve Sheridan and Michael Eustace. Um, so Michael was, uh, he was a civil engineer, but what he did was he moved around, moved abroad when the recession hit and he moved around to different places and he worked in different bars and stuff. And as he was working in the bars, you could kind of see that the industry was changing um, and thought that, you know, moving into the craft beer market might be something that, you know, would be good, it would be something he'd really like to give a shot of. Um, he'd He's a an avid home brewer, so he'd been home brewing for quite a long time, and he really, he, you know, he's he said in a couple of things that he he loved experimenting with just different brews, so just coming up with some mad different beers to try, um, and then from there find some, you know, giving them out to people and finding ones that hit, and then just kind of refining those recipes into some of the beers that are on the core range. He still has a key part in um in coming up with new beers, which is pretty cool. I I, I like that when uh. You know, the people who kind of decided to found the company stay part of the brewing process, or at least the experimentation process. I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then mm-hmm. Maeve was working in uh, finance and stuff. She moved abroad and she was trying to get back to Ireland. Then when, you know, chatting to Michael or whatever, and when they came up with this, uh, 
she was all in from the get-go. So that's how they kind of founded it. Um, they have a head brewer in there now. He's from he's from the US, Montana, so he is. And uh, apparently he just, he, he married his wife and they moved to Ireland. Uh, I think his wife is from Clare. They moved to Ireland and he just went on a tour, a brewery tour one of the days. I just kept showing up. And because he loved brewing so much, they ended up just, you know, eventually he got a job there. Like just, they were like, yep, yeah, hang out. Come on, make some beer. Just do it. <laughs> Whatever. Turns out it's pretty good beer. So, uh, yeah, I've looked through their back catalog there. They have some serious beers. Um, they have, I have to find this because I thought it sounded immense. Um, they have a couple of Stouts Kinger that I know you're a huge fan of. We're slowly getting you there. Oh, yeah. Slowly getting you there. And it's well worth it. Um, but they have some <laughs> serious beers. Uh, one second, I will find it. So they have a Hinch Pale Ale, which, you know, sounds good. They have one called The Height, um, and it's a Dipper Kinger. So you might be on for that. The one nice. I was looking yeah. at is they have the one that's called Citra Tuxedo, which I think sounds amazing. It's a black IPA. A Citra black IPA. So I am all on for trying to find that if I can get it anywhere. I need that in my life. And then they have one called the Night Pod, which is a vanilla porter. And I am all about that as well, especially coming into Christmas. Um, Yeah, get them all in my belly. But um, they have the Siege, which is kind of their pale ale. It's one of their core range. And the one we're having today is Loophead. And as you said, it's a Pilsner. Um, we'll get more onto the can later on when we get to it. But it does... I, I won't say that. I'll wait till we get to the can. But it's got one or two things that I do like. However, it's a Pilsner. So I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of torn on it before I've even had any. <laughs> which is kind of, kind of a... It's an okay place to start. At least it's not, you know, something like Third Circle or... Wylam that I can't deal with. So, Walshy, and, and, and forgive me for asking, but where is Walshy's whispers bringing us um, for Claire? It's it's just one big circle, one long pointless circle. <laughs> at the end of the day, what? Uh, or Claire? Walshy's whispers. Uh, yes, Walshy's whispers is yeah. yeah but like, uh, it, like... it amused me doing the research because I felt like I was actually contributing in some pointless way, but um. Western Herd was founded in 2015. Strangely oh, enough... Hang I... on, Walshie, can I, can, I, can I stop you there, please? Um, Nally has told us all about Western Herd. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm starting. You've, like... you've, already, you've already crossed over what you were supposed to be doing with what somebody else was doing. Like, well, if you, you know, let me continue, I'm... I needed that to continue on to something else. Cro- crossed over, Kinger, or Go repeated on. what he heard a minute ago? Well, repeated yeah, okay. what he heard, I think, actually. Okay, yeah. well, then I'll go off it. As Nally said... Western herd was found in 2015. To be fair, okay. I, elegant to be fair, well, well, not really, because to be fair, I didn't say what year it was founded. I forgot to put it in there. So I uh, didn't think he did, but I wasn't <laughs> sure because my attention span isn't great. I didn't think he did say it, but well, uh, as stated, Western herd was found in 2015. Also in 2015, millennials passed boomers as the biggest generation in the U.S. Okay. Boomers were born between 1946 and 1964. A famous character debuted in that time frame in 1962 in The Hulk. The Hulk is also known as Bruce Banner. And, as most people might know, Claire is also known as the Banner County. Ah, fair play, Walshie. Something that actually made sense. I'm proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) See, one big pointless circle. Uh, okay, Mark, that leaves you to tell us about uh, Inish McSaint and Fermanagh. Yeah, I suppose it does. 
Um, you know, for Manor or whatever. Uh, big shout out to uh, uh, one-time listener Keith, who is from Fermanagh, who helped us acquire these uh, these lovely beers today. Um, he has no interest in this Fair podcast, Keith. but he did us a solid by getting us the beers for it. So, give him his his respect when it's due. So, um, Inish McSaint Fair set up in Fermanagh in two thousand and nine. So it's named after an island on Loch Erne, uh, where it's beside. So Inish McSaint is the island, um, which. I guess kind of means the island of the saint because it was the home of a monastery by Saint Ninig. Or Ninig. I'm not sure how you say the name, but apparently he was one of the 12 apostles of Ireland. And, you know, he was uh, a famous yeah. saint in the oh. in the 500s uh, BC, or sorry, AD. Um, the name actually means uh, the island of the sorrel plain. And sorrel is like a type of herb related to rhubarb. So it's like a, it's used in Vietnamese cuisine actually a lot, but it's like a spicy kind of grass. Um, they have the one we're trying today is their the Cure Amber IPA. They pretty much have a beer in almost every style at this stage. Some of them are just like, you know, an IPA or, you know, a brown ale, and then others they've given names to like the Cure or like their Foundered, which I think is a Belgian Vit style. So they're kind of a little bit um, inconsistent with that. I've never had one. I'm really looking forward to. I have to say they have a beautiful, um, beautifully designed website where when you go onto it, the banner header is a video where they talk about um, their main ingredient in their beer, which is lovely Fermanagh rain. And they describe the Fermanagh rain <laughs> for about like 60 seconds of this 90 second video. It's describing Fermanagh rain <laughs> where then they just go, uh, yeah, we added some hops, barley, bit of this and that. And it turned into beer. And they like start getting very excited, <laughs> and a lot of their a lot of their tag taglines is like hops, barley, yeast, but mainly fine for mana rain. So they're a real proponent of uh, of rain, uh, and they like even saying it. The two things for mana is famous for is its ancient monasteries and rain. So yeah, they're they seem like they rain. seem like good crack yeah. lads, you know. It seemed like you'd want to go for a pint with the lads who made that video. So they are also interestingly enough a farmhouse brewery which is cool. So both of our breweries today are farmhouse breweries. Um, and for their special batches, they will use local hops and herbs grown. Um, they use the freshest ingredients, of course, for all of their main beers, but it's not local um, or not necessarily local. But for their special batches, so their limited editions, it definitely is. So yeah, it's uh, really interesting. An unusual thing for this podcast and that it's a craft beer in a bottle. So that would be interesting too. Yeah, but um, yeah, oh, looking yeah. forward to this. And I can't wait to hear what well, she has to say about the good people of Fermanagh. Fermanagh is known as the Ayrn County. Ayrn is another name for a sea eagle. Famous eagles is the NFL team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Shout out to Dooge. Shout out to Dooge. Eagles, fly. Jesus Christ. Founded in 1933. I'm sorry, lads, for doing that. Woo! Was, Go, Birds! Oh, it's all I could do. Go, Birds! I, the Eagles were founded in 1933. In 1933, Michael Caine was born, known for Alfred in The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is Batman, as we all know. Batman has a famous sidekick called Robin. And as we know, a Robin is a bird, <laughs> and so is a sea eagle. And a sea eagle, another name for a sea eagle, is an urn. And Fermanagh is known as the Urn County. I'm Jesus. less impressed with that one. I'll yeah, it's, it's still better. It's, it's still better the, uh, than some of the others, though. That is far better than 
loud is because back. people are loud. I, got back. I am well proud that of you. That one was very tricky. I'm well proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I, d- oh, I think I think good. it's not it's not Walsh's whispers anymore. It's Walsh's walkabouts. It's just a complete rambling. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I love that. Uh, listen, lads, in the very wise words of Nally, just before we started this podcast this evening, uh, I'm parched. Where are we started? Oh, Pilsner, that's please. Start. Jesus Christ, in let's the do the Pilsner. Pilsner. Yeah, get that out of her. Out, out the gap, All right, so, Crack him. Yeah, so... Just on the can real quick while we're pouring these out, boys. The can is pretty good. It's quite a textured can. We've had this before, Mark, recently on one or one of the other beers. I can't remember which one it was, but where the can was kind of textured as opposed to it being just a, like a matte finish. That's pretty cool. Yeah, was, was it Brett Boundary Brewing, I think? And Could Brett and Brewhouse both had a... That's who it was. Yeah, that's it. Um, the thing I like about this uh, is I've always said it in any of the cans that kind of tell you what hops they've used i'm a big fan of that however this being a pilsner i mean it was going to have saz in it without doubt um, it does have perla in there as well which you know might be a bit, bit more interesting but saz is like that classic czech hop for pilsner so it is i mean the 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 smell of this is classically pilsner lagery like it's 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 what you'd expect really now do, do you know happy. do you know what know. rhymes with classically <laughs> Cat pissy. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. I don't know if it's just me, but I have zero head on this. Like cider head nearly. Yeah. I yeah, have yeah, nothing. Yeah. It could come down to the pint glass probably. Um, I would say, so the colour of it, it's a typical Pilsner. It's, you know, yellow to golden. Mm-hmm. Um, not very carbonated, I have to say. Uh, no, you know, and you get, you get that... In the mouthfeel, which it leaves kind of a wet mouthfeel, which I know is an unusual thing to say, but yeah. um, it's quite Li- slick. Liquid is wet, but uh, yeah, it's it's quite see through as well. So it is just when we're going through the looks of it, like it's it's pretty clear as you get for most uh, most kind of pilsners and stuff. They tend to be filtered, yeah. which gives it that kind of clear um, that clear look. Or they'll they'll be cold crashed if they're not filtered, which is they'll they'll just uh, they'll rapidly chill down the beer. And uh, all the sediment, all the yeast, and all the particles—they'll just drop to the bottom as they compress together. Um, it's just cold crashing. That's what it is. Uh, crashes the proteins out of suspension. But uh, yeah, smell is as you said, Kinger. It's very that classical, you know, Saz kind of pilsnery kind of smell. Ammonia. Yeah, I will say it's not—it's not, it's not yeah. as strong as some of the others, though. Like that—that that, it's not—it's no. not as strong. It's quite subtle, like. I was going to say, in comparison to some other pilsners we've had before, it's nowhere near as strong smelling. I don't think. Yeah. Again, I nearly get a bit of a fruity smell. Mm, I don't know if I go that far. Something that doesn't. Well, I, I don't know. If you wouldn't. Yeah, but like it's it's there's definitely there's there's a, there's an aroma in there that, that I wouldn't liken exactly to a, a lager or a pilsner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little bit of a metallic aftertaste to this. Yeah. Anyone I... else getting that? A little bit. I find that a lot with uh with 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 a lot of um kind of pilsner style or lager style beers, like uh even even mainstream ones. Like if I had a Heineken on a night out or something, you'd kind of know that kind of metal metallic-y type of taste. Not not a huge fan of that. Between capis and metal, like I mean, it's a bit of a it's a bit of an off putting thing. But this one kind the of met- turns into rust. Yeah, then, doesn't yeah, it? yeah. But this, uh, this one, the metallic taste isn't as bad as some of those other lagers that we've had, um, and that kind of uh, feline urine 
uh, aroma is not as strong as some of the other ones. Um, dare I say this might not be horrendous. That's pretty pretty high praise at the minute um, for a Pilsner. <laughs> it started off for me being quite refreshing, like the first couple of sips, and maybe it was the initial kind of the initial carbonation, which was minimal anyway. But like, it's it's already starting to turn a bit more into the the typical kind of slightly unpleasant Pilsner taste. Yeah, man. As you said before we drank this, you had some thirst on you. So you could have drank two or three mouthfuls of anything and it would have tasted great, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. And now yeah, you've yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. your body's like, yeah. ah, I've got my fix. Yeah. I can, I can relax yeah. now. Yeah, 100% Mark. I think that could be the case. Uh, and it's one of the key reasons that the Crafty Crew always are strong proponents of finish the beer the whole way. And let's, that's why we always judge it at the end and not at the start. Um, so yeah, hundred percent quality control, bitch. That's how we quality do control. Um, is anyone? I'm 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 kind of getting into it a bit now and having a few of them. And like Kinger was saying before the podcast, I was parched, so anything at all would have been good to start with. But as you get into it a bit more, is it? Maybe it's just me, but like dish soapy kind of flavor, or is that just me? Yeah, I'm getting something like that, and it's like it's quite heavy for like for a lager. Now it's yeah. not heavy in general. But for a lager, I think, what is it, 4.5% maybe? Yeah, 4.5. So that's kind of a little bit higher than your normal American light lager style. And I know it's a Pilsner, so it's not that. But <laughs> don't have- I still kind of think of I still kind of think of Rockshore, Heineken, Budweiser, Carlsberg when I think of lager, Pilsner or not, you know. And this, is a, it, it feels a bit like dense or something. Yeah. I, I, I think... And some people might find this sacrilegious, but I find, I think if that had a, just a little shot of 7-Up on top of it, it might be a bit more enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Like make, Take make, a drink that, that isn't nice like, and add a nice drink to it and it becomes less bad. I mean, But I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, make a shandy. No. Yeah. Make, well, some people might might not, might not, might not like the idea of, of, of it. But that's, <laughs> that is controversial. That's, Can we talk about that for a minute, please? <coughs> let's let's focus that's on that. Who doesn't like seven? But like? that's essentially the Corona model. Like we said before, it was like this beer is kind of shite. But go get yeah. some lime. Go get some lime from somewhere that was yeah, not yeah, touched yeah, by yeah, us. Yeah, and put that in there, and then you'll be obvious, all right. Yeah. I mean, you could also say if you took a glass of this, put it to one side, and get a glass of something else, <laughs> it would make it nicer as well. <laughs> you don't like Guinness. You don't like Seven Up. Next, gonna tell us you don't like fucking Tato. Hold on, I never said I didn't like Guinness. I didn't mind Guinness at all. Just the hype behind it, I didn't. I, I'm not on board with. Lads, there's something. There's something distinctly, distinctly unpleasant about this, and I, I can't find it. I, like I don't know what it Have is. Have you ever owned a cat, Kinger? <laughs> I'd like to take a sip and everything. I have, I have, yeah, I have. It's it's not that though. Um, Why is it? You said earlier uh, it's it's a far, it's a farmhouse brewery. I wonder, is there something in like something lo- like very local that we wouldn't be used did, to? Did they brew this beside the slurry tank? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Why is it? It's kind of um, it's kind of like sickly, like sticky or something as well. Like I know you were saying it's it's, very, it's, it's yeah, a weird kind of texture. It, like, like you know, I know you were saying, Mark, it's quite a wet thing. It is, but it's there is something weird to it as well, like that I can't put my finger on. But I can say that those first few mouthfuls have were very deceiving, and um, 
I'm thoroughly, thoroughly pleased that we do this and go the whole way through the beer before we rate it. Because something very weird was going to happen otherwise. <laughs> One thing is, like, and we've, we've stayed on a few different drinks, is, you know, you started, it tastes like this, and then halfway through, it tastes like this. Now, it's not that severe, but at the beginning, it was like, yeah, it's it's okay, it's Pilsner. But then about halfway through, yeah, it gets some kind of a, I don't know, a heaviness taste, like kind of Mark was talking about, or like a, not really bitter, but a, I don't know, something there that just, whereas I'm like, uh, no, I'm not about it now, you know? Yeah, like when I think of lagers, you think kind of carbonated to be refreshing. You think kind of light as well in the refreshing kind of vibe of it. You think it's got a distinct lager aroma and you think it's kind of quite light. So you're you're talking light refreshing, not too powerful beer. This has got like it's dense, so it's not light, it's like slick and oily. It's got a metallic aftertaste, it's got like a soapy feel and taste to it. And it, it doesn't have it doesn't even really taste that largery, you know, which you know might sound like a good thing for the people on this podcast. But it turns out it isn't, actually. <laughs> At least other lagers hit what they're aiming for, in my opinion. Like, this isn't... It's not carbonated enough or anything for me in to be, you know, proper pills there. Like, you know, everything you said, Mark, I'd agree with. It's, be, you know, it's surprising that something that's so far from a lager that's called a lager... Well, so far from a pilsner, in my opinion, that's called a pilsner, is not great. <laughs> I didn't think you could make pilsner... And then make Pilsner worse. Like, one of the saving graces for me in that kind of style is is the carbonation. And the lack of any carbonation yeah. in this really doesn't help it. That's that's what I was going to say, was I think maybe if it had more carbonation to kind of wash that heavy, yes. uh, weird taste that none of us can really place to just kind of wash that away, it might help it. Um, and I don't like saying that I don't like a beer, even though I don't know what it is I, I don't like, if that makes sense. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm tasting. But I know I, I don't like it. Uh, and, you know, I, I find that quite harsh. But um, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've, I think this is the first beer of the podcast ever that I'm not going to oh, finish. Mr. Optimistic, whoa. I swamped it just because of that reason. I was like, no, can't not finish a beer. Yeah, not happy about it, though. I'm trying that as well. <laughs> I, um, I really don't want to drink any more of it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like doing that. Maybe. May I throw a positive? Try. I like the can. Yeah. The can is cool. The can is class. Yes. Yeah. And I really I like that. It's nearly one of them things when you were younger, you know, you could kind of color it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right up my alley. Just give me a couple of pencils or something. Can I throw out a negative? The, the, yeah, you can. Throw out a few. The, the can lied to me. Oh. It it looks cool, oh. but what's on the inside is, oh, right. is dense, yeah. bitter, and awful. Okay. So, so the negative is the negative. The positive was while she's saying the can, and Mark's negative was everything inside the can. Can <laughs> everything yeah. inside the can is a problem. I feel like we're just going to continue bashing this beer. So let's move on to the to the rating. Um, I don't know if it's going to be very positive. The the crafty rating system, as always, is uh, we start off with unbearable. It then goes to Ooh. booze. 
we have Just Beer, then Brutiful, and then the much sought after Unbeer Leavable. I, <laughs> I think you've gone about three ratings too high there for this beer. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll jump in there though. and I'll go flat out with a booze. This is not a beer that I'm a fan of. It's overly slick. Uh, that kind of oily uh, texture nearly Mark, that you were on about. That's not a big thing for me. The lack of carbonation in a Pilsner, which, you know, to me, uh, everyone knows, like, I'm not a huge fan of Pilsners. Fair enough. But the one thing that you usually you can say about them is they tend to be quite carbonated, which, you know, can lead them to being pretty refreshing. Flavor might be shy, but they're still pretty refreshing. Um, this wasn't. Um, that kind of, like, dish soapy metallic taste that I was getting off it not for me it's 100% a booze and I'm really really disappointed to be honest because the stout that we had Kinger was unbelievable it was amazing so like the standard West, the Western standard, Herd I'm yeah, going to give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt for me personally I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and I am going to stick with trying some of their other beers um, and 100% give them a go and I think everyone should give them a go however maybe not the loop head in my opinion <laughs> yeah booze I don't really want to talk about it <laughs> oh. <laughs> alright uh, yeah uh, booze as well I mean it's not the worst thing I've ever drank uh, you know shouting at strangers is a thing trinity is a thing um, but uh, booze um, as Nanny was saying Western Herd they have two that I've had before Siege and Icelander that are pretty good. We might have had one on here last season. I'm not 100 percent sure. We had their wit beer, but I've had two of them. They're sorry. Yeah, they're 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 nice. They're nice. And the boys ranted about the dolmen, which unfortunately I haven't been able to come across. And uh, maybe they do another one leading up to this Christmas, and we can get one. Yeah. Let's hope. But this is this not good. So, yeah, booze. Uh, I think you're all wrong. I think this is unbearable. I, I it's it. I, <laughs> It just has no redeeming qualities that I can even try and find. The can is probably the most positive thing about it. That and that's yeah. not even that. I'd, I'd give up alcohol hey. before having that well, again. To, to well, she, Craigie's Rosé Cider had alcohol, remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, and look, and you know me, Mr. Mister Optimistic, and I, I, I hate to kind of, you know bash any any brewery's good work but but yeah when i when i don't even know what the taste is that i don't like and it's so full of it (laughs) it's it's very hard i i'm i'm going to say it's um it's unbearable and i'm i'm not going to finish that it's 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 bad it's very bad in fact it doesn't even deserve a clear Luckily, though, there's a there's an amber ale following closely behind it, which is becoming one of my favorite styles very, very quickly. Bash out your Claire accent there and let's get on to this amber goodness. Uh, what does a Claire accent even sound like? They're they're not quite limerick, but no, they're... they're they're more like Cork. But then you kind of go up a little bit because they're north yeah. and they're in Clare, you know, around Ennis where you do your driving test because it's like the highest pass rate in the country. And then well, you'll go you go to UCC now, like, is... in college because you won't go to UL because it scares you because the Limerick people are too intimidating. 
<laughs> I can't, I can't, can't I can't top better top that. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't top that. I just, Mark, will you just say that uh, uh, Western Western Herd have gotten a boost in the Craft Podcast? Luke Head showed up. Yeah, sure, Kinger. I'll do my best for you. You know, I think Loop Head here have done a. You know, they have done it. It's a terrible job from Western Herd and Loop Head. It's got a boost from the Crafty Crew podcast. And you know, this, this is the most shameful day for Claire since Davy Fitzgerald left her <laughs> to work. Off to the Mexicans. Let's, let's continue on, so, and let's hopefully get a bit more positive on the podcast can this we, week. Come on, for man, can we open them? I know you haven't achieved much. You haven't achieved much. But you can achieve a lot now. What an apt name for a beer, yeah. too. The cure after that. God, I hope so. <sighs> you, okay? you okay there, Kinger? That's better. That so is good. better. Yeah. Ooh, this is, uh, what's, what's happened here? Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, lads... So I suppose then um, we just let's yeah. let's just start this off with the obvious. So this reading this, this is an amber IPA. That's very not amber to me. <laughs> That's a very very light amber IPA. Okay, so so can I can I ask what might be a stupid question? Is there a difference between an amber ale and an amber IPA? Percentage generally, an IPA is a higher percentage beer than a. Than an ale, kind of, but it's it's, that, it's got higher would, hop. That, yeah. would, that wouldn't change the color. No, or, no, no. It's got generally like a higher hop content, stuff like that. But it wouldn't change the color. The color is okay. decided from the the malts that are used in making it. Could it be lighter because of that so-called legendary Fermanagh rain? <laughs> I think if you if if you pour most of what's at the bottom of the bottle in, it does darken it a bit. It just goes cloudy though. It's not even changing it to darker color. It's just changing it to cloudy from clear. Because I, I thought the same thing as you, Kinger. I, I just poured, yeah, minor marks are like the same colour and it's just cloudy from the, the dregs at the bottom. Like, So we'll just swing this back around to be a bit more descriptive for our listeners. So normally with an amber ale, we're expecting kind of somewhere nearer to a red ale, but, mm. you know, not as extreme. And um, this is very golden uh, and the cloudiness le- lends it to kind of a typical, let's say, New England IPA look to it. Yeah, uh, it does also retain quite a decent head, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of leans into the kind of New England style as well. Like if you were to look at this, you would probably, besides say a New England IPA, you would probably think it is. Yeah, one. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. However, it's got quite an acidic smell to it, doesn't it? Slightly smoky nearly. It does, yeah. Nearly. Like a slightly smoky, smoky. smell with it as I, well. I, it's almost got like a sour smell. Like a very yeah, light yeah, one. Yeah. I was, I was, I was going to say that it's it, it's quite a vinegary smell. Yeah, it's that that's the acidity, acidity, harshness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's quite it's quite cloudy as well. Like it's very cloudy. It, like yeah. you were saying maybe, earlier, maybe right? Fermanagh is full of. It is very much like in New maybe England. Maybe Fermanagh is full of acid rain. That's this. That's it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> acid rain, boys. So it 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 is quite carbonated, um, as evidenced by the way it, it's holding the head, but also. It's got a sharp bite to it on the mouthfeel. So it's quite dry and that acidity does of the smell just follow through with a bit of bite there. Um you guys getting that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely getting that sharpness on yeah, it. There's, there's something there just, as well that I can't put my finger on though. There's nearly an astringency to the to the finish on it, like. 
It's very sharp, so it is. Um, Hold on oh. for one second there, Nally, just before you can continue. What was that word? <laughs> that was an awful big word. You know, play the room here. Like, what are you doing here? I thought it was a good word. like about 42 letters in that word. <laughs> Give or take. It's a good word. But what the hell is it? Let's just dumb it down for the audience, say, you know? <laughs> yeah, for, Obviously, for the Obviously, I know what it means, but just in case the rest of the lads don't. That, that's you with your doctorate, who knows what it means. Astringency, Walshie. It's exactly. kind of like a uh, like an acidity, a sharpness to it. You didn't need to explain it to me. I knew no, that. No, I, I, I was saying it for a listener. Juicy so and yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, big, oh, big, yeah, big Juicy. Fair. I okay. just wanted to clarify that for just you. So we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm glad I learned yeah. something today. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, well, well, she'll throw you under any bus <laughs> to save himself. Uh, yeah, it, it is quite carbonated though, which which kind of helps it a bit. Maybe Kinger, it is somewhat of that sourness as well. Like not full on, but a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, mm. it's more like it's if there was an arrow on the scale, it would still be very near the bottom, but it's just pointing in that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. So. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I feel like I feel like as we go on with this beer, it's probably going to suffer a little bit for not staying totally true to style. As I drink through it, the sharpness doesn't really dissipate, but maybe it's that you get used to it a little bit and you can kind of taste past that initial hit. It's got kind of a lemony twang to it. Um like the this the acidity to me has like this lemony I'm trying to try to compare it like you know like a lemon drizzle cake. You know when you eat lemon drizzle cake and the mm. the crust of it is just like kind of lemon curd or whatever and it's that super lemony sharpness. Yeah. That's the kind of vibe I'm getting off of it here. It is. It is quite sharp like that lemony kind of flavor I get you. Like yeah, it's the texture isn't dishwasher. So it's not dish soapy, but like that you know that really sharp lemon like lemon fairy liquid that kind of smell that you get from it like if you've ever opened a bottle and kind of sprayed it a bit you get that smell into your mouth and you're like oh no no thanks it's a bit strange though it's not what i'm expecting from an amber ipa definitely not what i'm expecting i'm expecting something a bit you know no. a bit more towards like you were saying mark for color even flavor wise i'm expecting something a bit more towards the red ales spectrum uh this is more like it's saying it's an amber IPA, but this this is kind of leaning more towards almost like a citra type of beer, you know that kind of sweetness and that kind of citrus fruit kind of flavor as opposed to the darker amber ales. Yeah, one of the things I like about ambers, um, and this is just personal taste, so obviously you know not everyone feels this way, but they've got this caramelly sweetness and a very slight hint of roastedness, and overall they're quite a subtle style. You're not drinking an amber and getting sharp hits of this flavor or sharp hits of that flavor. You're getting like it's almost like a like lying in your duvet all cuddled up and it's it's comforting and smooth and it takes you on a nice smooth enjoyable drink. You know they're a lovely kind of beer to have in front of a fire and just have a mm. lovely cozy evening kind of thing. That's the vibe of them. The acidity and sharpness of this really contrasts the style and the expectations I had of it. And now to whether to decide that's a good thing or a bad thing is up to me, but it's very away from what you would expect normally with an amber. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, for me, another thing I like about amber ales is uh, generally that they're 
you know, amber in color. <laughs> I'm expecting to see that dark kind of beer flowing out. But this is really quite light, so it is um, in yeah. comparison to what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but that subtlety and that kind of caramelly flavor, Mark, that you were talking about is something that I think is nearly characteristic of an amber ale. So for one to kind of have these sharp flavors after you've had some of it is a bit, it's a bit strange. I, I wouldn't go as far to say is that it's off-putting just yet because I still have half a beer to drink. But it's definitely leaning towards that way. You know, unless this kind of flattens out and levels out soon, it might be leaning towards that kind of slightly off-putting because those flavours are there. I think, in a way, if you put just a pint glass or the glass with it full of this, I wouldn't be sure. And I know Mark said it about the look of it earlier on. But it, for me, it nearly tastes like a New England IPA as well. A little bit. Mm. Obviously, there's a little bit of distinction between it, but ambers are usually, like Evo said, that caramelly, the smoothness. It's it's light. Um, so it's it's different. It's not bad, like, but it's it's different to what I would have expected. Yeah, you've kind of triggered me there, Walshie, but in a positive way, in that I do kind of agree with you. It's like it's got a juiciness to it that the sharpness and the kind of lemony hints they kind of add to it and then it's quite dense as well not that it's not uh, dry and refreshing it is but there's a, a good bit of body to it uh, and yeah I can definitely see where you're coming from with the, the New England IPA taste I'll tell you what it reminds me of and I feel like this is going to go down like a lead balloon um, but that is quite similar to shouting at strangers yep what? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, and 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 that 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 was another beer that was supposed to be something and turned oh, out to be okay. something totally that was different. A, yeah, I don't think this is that bad though. I think it's, this it's is, not it's not yeah. it's it's not quite as bad, but it's it's definitely in in the same ballpark. Like it's it's um yeah, you know, like any 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 other beer that I drink that's kind of you know has all those characteristics of being kind of hazy and juicy and have it like. I love them. Uh, I don't know if this style suits it, and I, I you know, I, I feel I was when when I, when I knew it was an amber ale, an amber IPA. I was looking for all the stuff you said, Mark. That kind of slightly caramelly, roasted kind of like a burnt sweetness yeah. kind of yeah. a, 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 yeah. a taste. That's a very just, good description. Just, yeah, it just it just doesn't have that. I think it it's gone the other way. And it's I don't know it's a bit. I'll finish it, um, and it's it's definitely not the worst beer I've I've, I've uh, ever had. But it's probably like I said earlier, it's probably going to suffer yeah. because it's not exactly what it said it would be yeah, on the bottle. A, you do have to finish one of the drinks, King. So yeah, fair, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you probably have just had the worst beer you've ever had in your opinion. So it can mm. only go up. For, well, hopefully it only goes that is up. True. But yeah, no, I I'd agree with you, King. Or that that hopefully. Um, like. I think that that kind of burnt sweetness you're on about is is 100% the kind of flavor I'm expecting in the background. Obviously kind of more hoppy and a bit lighter than that. Like, let's say if the burnt sweetness you're talking about would be, um, you know, the Ballycacab and brown ale that we've had, that kind of burnt toffee kind of flavor. Yeah, I'm expecting that, but like diluted down with more hops for an amber ale. That's what I'm kind of expecting. And this isn't any of that. This is definitely more, like, it's more sweet but it's it's more like it's 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 kind of sour as well though, which is something I'm really not expecting in an amber ale. 
which which I, I like I I really feel like the sourness overpowers any sweetness at all. Like I'm not getting any sweetness there at all. Which yeah, I find I, is I agree. quite disappointing, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm almost bitter ah. about it. <laughs> hey. Fair play. Are yeah. you putting your yeah. own from solo? <laughs> uh, okay, look, I mean on that note, I think Yeah. We'll move yeah, on to the rating for this it, one then. Flogging a dead um, horse on it, man. I think everyone's in a similar boat. Well, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't no, think it's but as I, bad I, I think, as. I think. I think know, we've said it's... all we can about it without, you know, just giving away the rating at this stage. <laughs> yeah, I'll kick us off first here. Um, it's it's definitely a departure from the expected style. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a bad beer. I just think it's an unexpected beer. And if you're looking for an amber ale, you might get a surprise that maybe you're not too happy about. But it does have a lot of redeeming features, which our last one unfortunately didn't. It's got a very pleasant uh, mouthfeel. The sharpness and refreshing nature of it is quite good. It's 4.8%, I think, so it's it's fairly mm. easy going. It's fairly sessionable, I would say. The lemony sharpness that I kind of get off at the acidity, it's not even overpowering. Like, it's it's there. It's a characteristic but it's one you're you're comfortable with. I think it's well within anyone's wheelhouse. So I think it's just grand, and I think it's just beer for me. Uh, I, I follow absolute suit there behind Mark. Everything he said is is pretty much spot on. Uh, one caveat I'd throw, maybe for people that are interested in trying some members that we've had before, probably not start with this one because it doesn't really have that taste with me personally, if I was to throw out a recommendation, maybe Intersection from Dot Brewery. Look at you! Look at you being with? sponsored. Look at you. Are you sponsored as well? I uh-huh. wish. I wish Dot would sponsor me. There's a couple of their solid beers that I'd like. Am I going to go more negative than you again for the second time in a row in this episode? Who hurt you hug this week, Kinger. Kinger? I feel like Kinger needs a hug. If anybody I, I, listening wants to give Kinger a hug, he is in moat somewhere. <laughs> I I think this is a booze. Um, it, it just I was expecting something and it wasn't at all there. And it's in fact it's gone the opposite way. Um, it's yeah. I, I, I don't know. I. I, I I'm just gonna say it's a booze. <laughs> like, fair. I have no other. I have no other explanation. That's it. It's a fair argument as well. Saying one thing, not doing it. It in most cases is will mm-hmm. drop points for a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, I suppose that leads me, Kinger. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm inclined to kind of agree with you that bit more. I'd say it's booze. Um, it's it's right on the edge between a booze and a just beer. Um. So I'm okay with it getting the just beer, but I would kind of lean that little bit more to the booze side personally. That kind of a, uh, that kind of sharpness, that sourness nearly that you get from it, is not what I'm really expecting when I'm looking for an amber ale. You know, um, I think that just docks it a bit. The color is not what I expect from an amber. Ale. If that came out and it said, you know, tropical IPA, I'd be like, cool. It's that kind of color. It's yeah, that kind of sour. Yeah. I'd be like exactly what I'm looking for but if you put Amber IPA on the bottle and your class has that style if I pick up that bottle I want to get something that's like a Amber that I know you know, something that I'm more expecting you know what I mean now don't get me wrong I love when people try some new things and you know we were kind of surprised by them but I don't think you need to do it 
in this kind of way. I mean, call it the tropical IPA that it is, and then people will try it because they'll be like, holy shit, a tropical yeah. IPA. These aren't around. Let's go with it. But uh, yeah, no, for me, it's it's a booze. Um, just, I, it's, it's not as bad to put me off wanting to try more of their stuff, though, Mark. You said they have quite a bit of a range, so I will try more of them because it is a bit experimental. It just hasn't hit the mark for me on this one. Yeah, these guys have been around from 2009, so you name a style, they've pretty much got something in it. Um, I know myself, I have uh, three, like one bottle of three of their other styles, so I'm actually kind of enthusiastic to get into them now because this beer hasn't really told me anything about this brewery. You know, it's it's mm. very much, I'm not sure where this these guys stand here. Um, it wasn't terrible, it wasn't great, it was just right in the middle, so... You know, it, it's almost it's almost the most intriguing it could be. Fair. Yeah. So how's Fermanagh looking, Big Juicy? You have to use the term Ara. Ara. They use that term all Ara. the time. Ara, Ara, you know yourself. Ara. Ara, you know yourself. Ara, sure, you know. I think they're 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 the ones I said a couple of weeks ago. They're they're a bit more country um, than the rest of the north. Um, Ara, sure, the boys in the crafty crew. They're sure they're horrid hard on Inish Inish McSaints the cure. They've only given it a just beer on the Crafty Cree podcast. Are we ready? We're ready. For another quiz. Okay. <laughs> so as both of our uh, breweries tonight are farmhouse breweries, you know, shout out to farmhouse Ooh. breweries. I know the style is kind of bogart- bogarted everywhere apart from northern France, the Netherlands, and Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia, um, including these breweries. Uh, which I have no qualms about saying now that their beers have turned out to be not great, uh, you bogarts. Um, this is a farm-based quiz, okay? <clears throat> so you're all going to oh, get three questions. The three questions... So, sorry, apologies. You're all going to get two questions each. Each question is an either-or question, and then there's a tiebreaker at the end, which, you know, obviously will decide everything, because it wouldn't be a question mark quiz <laughs> if every question was made irrelevant by the final question. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so uh, how do you guys want to go first? Do you want to do this um, alphabetically, or do you want to do this by age, amount of tattoos, length of hair, oh. length of beard? Hey. You know, expensiveness of earphones, biggest window I can see in my screen. <laughs> go it, go it, go it. Most hair goes first. Okay, hey, most hair that. goes first. Hey, that's bullshit. Um, no, it's okay. I've seen Kinger's chest, so no, you go first. <laughs> He's big juicy. He's also big hairy. I'm bald, man. That's not cool. Yeah, but you're a very... No, no Kinger tried to... It suits you to go last, Walshie. Okay, so here's how I'm going to do it. Kinger tried to manipulate the game to his, his whims, so he has to go first. she moaned like a little bitch about it, so he has to go second. And now he gets to go third. <laughs> Okay, you're gonna you're gonna see pretty pretty quickly uh, how complicated these questions are, Kinger. Okay. Okay. So really, I want you to really pay attention. You ready? Question one for Kinger. I'm ready. Which is heavier, the average goat or the average sheep? Oh. I need an answer. I need an answer. I'm gonna rush you. I need an answer. I'm gonna rush everybody. Come on. The average sheep. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, between 45 and 100 kilos for the average sheep. That's one point. It's all that gig. wool. Yeah. It's all that wool. We're all getting individual questions. Yeah. Walshy. Okay. Shit. Which is which? Which is faster? Which has a faster or a higher top speed? A cow or a household cat? I'm going to rush you. I'm going to rush you for an answer. 
I'm going to rush you for an answer here. Cow. A cow has the top speed of 40 kilometers an hour. A cat, 48 kilometers an hour. Jesus. No, so yeah, a household cat can yeah, outrun a cow. It sounded like it was a bit of a trick question there. Uh, yeah, but they have to take about 20 <sighs> steps for one okay. cow step. <laughs> maybe that's okay, where now. I was going <laughs> okay Nally yeah. are you ready which of these is more expensive 20 rubber ducks on Amazon or re- one w- real duck on Dundee 20 rubber ducks 20 rubber ducks that is yeah. correct that is correct one real duck can be bought for about yeah. 10 euro okay 20 rubber ducks 14 pounds excluding Ridiculous. shipping yeah no to tank. be fair it was it was talking about live duck can it be a live duck? Oh, that was what one of the choices were. That's what he's saying, a live That's duck. That's what I said. A real <laughs> a duck real means duck. it's alive, A real Paul. duck isn't a real dead duck. <laughs> well, I mean, it could have been dead. No, it's not duck breast. <laughs> ready for it to be cooked. <laughs> what? Nobody thought that. <laughs> I did, obviously. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still just dealing with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> On average, which of these animals is taller? A cow or a horse? A horse. Yeah, that's correct. By an inch. It's not as much as you think it is. It's not as much as you think it is. Every inch matters. (laughs) I thought it was the other way around, to be honest, in my head, because I was like, there's hellish Shetlands out there that will probably bring the average down compared to cows. Oh, I didn't think that. Shetlands yeah, are yeah, ponies. Yeah, that was why. That's why I was halfway through. Ah, went oh, ponies. You see, yeah. Clydesdales are pretty big, though. They're they're bigger than mm. cows. Yeah. Okay. So we're on to um, Mr. Paul Walsh once again. Okay, Walshy. It's another sheep goats question because there's not that many animals <laughs> you can draw interesting comparisons between. Are they Are they alive? Mark? <laughs> yes. Oh, they're they're very important for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually it actually would be relevant in this situation. In this situation, if both animals were alive, okay, because we need to state that with Walsh involved. Um, if you had a goat and a sheep, which one's tail would point up? I'm going to have to push you, Walshie. Yeah. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Little sheep get their tails docked. They fall off. And if they're dead, the, the tail automatically goes down. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. we have to say it. Was yeah, yeah, it was yeah, understandable. All and all that dead animals, the tail yeah. would, would would fall down. Okay, so no pressure, Nally. But if you get this wrong, oh, nice wins. So, uh, um, I'm going to give you two words. One of these is a brand of tractor, and the other is not a brand of tractor. Ah, I want you to tell me f- which off, is eh? and which oh, isn't. Sick, okay, yeah. you're no Kinger, Kinger, Kinger. They're more obscure Jesus than that. Christ. Okay. Yeah, Give me some credit, okay. okay? So you're ready for the two words, yeah? Not really. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Which of these is not a brand of tractor? Class or best? Class is not a tractor. Unfortunately, class is a tractor. Oh, okay. C-L-A-A-S. <laughs> so. I was thinking the same as yourself, Nelly. But then, I would have clear townies. Jesus, yeah. lads, you know you were all townies, like. <laughs> well, Kinger, oh, yeah, just because you were from the sticks. Just because you're from the Sticks and Mark Taylor the quiz because he's also from the Sticks in Dublin. I could I for could, your I talent could doesn't may, mean I could ah, I could Mark name multiple types of tractors. <laughs> I multiple can name types of tractors. I can name three. 
Dossie Ferguson, John Deere, and Lamborghini because Clarkson had one on his Clarkson's farm thing. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Lamborghini has one? What? Yeah, yeah. That's, I knew that's the other two. That's what I got. Sure, he wouldn't even he wouldn't even mention a New Holland Kinger. He wouldn't know what New Holland or an old yeah. Fent. He wouldn't even mention old Fent either. Sure, look. No, you're right. I wouldn't. Fent. I wouldn't. You're right. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, boys. So congratulations to Kinger getting Hi, back Jesse. on the winning streak with his quiz. You rat. Can we have the tiebreaker question anyways, Mark? Just for shit. Yeah, go on. Yeah, we we can do it if you want. So, um, yeah, because I thought that makes every other question irrelevant. So let's do that one anyway. <laughs> yeah I mean we can throw it all up for grabs if you want like winner takes all let's have a vote who who votes last winner of the last question wins yes no uh, it's 2-1 Kinger so unfortunately actually that's that's what's going to happen that's fine I, that, like it'll be a hollow victory I am I'll, the I'll, same I'll, I'll, take, I'll take my actual <laughs> win and just, I don't I, am much. I will take any kind of W I can get my hands on uh, Green Hills Farm okay oh who's, who's who, what's are we all given an answer to the question now? Yeah, yeah you're all given an answer. Okay. It's a it's okay. a closest, you know. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Green Hills Farm in Killah or Killay County Cork, okay, has like a thousand dairy cows and is operated by the Brown family. It is the biggest dairy farm in Ireland. How many acres is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, she give me your number and not your phone number. Uh, is that does that say forty eight? Yeah. Okay, forty eight acres in the largest dairy farm in Ireland. Okay, that's that's, that's quite low. Oh, that's it? that's quite low. That's quite low. Okay, uh, four hundred for Kinger. Oh wow. Se- okay. Se- <laughs> Seven fifty for me, Mark. Yeah. Well, well done, Nally, because the answer is twelve hundred. Mm. It's one thousand two hundred acres. Here was exactly one third. So, what we're saying, I was a little off. Yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty good win. Yeah. Well done to Nally, winner of our quiz this week. Well done, Nally. Congratulations. Cheers. Big round of applause for Stephen Nally. Cheers, boys. All being cut. Kinger, we could share it this week, but as we know, if you tie, you really both lose. So I win, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, tied, it would go to the tiebreaker, which you won. Which I won, yeah, exactly, yeah. Rightio, so just to <laughs> give a very quick glimpse into next week's episode, and um, as I learned, our final episode of the season, uh, we had some trouble. We had some trouble finding breweries and beers from... Let's Let's be honest here. We we had, and trouble is an understatement. Okay. Yeah. So firstly, there were none. Yeah. Carrig Carrig Brewing in Leitrim, fantastic brewery. Big shout out to Carrig. Decided to merge with Brew Brewing in Mead, and you know move their headquarters to Mead. So you know what? There's nothing less left in Leitrim now. There's literally nothing left in Leitrim worth anything. Now that Carrig Brewing is gone, so what we're going to do is we're <laughs> going to do one of their Urban Jungle range, which would have been a Carrig Brewing beer before they left Leitrim. We're yep. going to do Double Panda, the limited edition uh, yes. Imperial Tiramisu Stout that myself and Nally basically yes. are sec. We have very strong sexual feelings towards this beer. Paul Walsh, is, Paul Walsh doesn't know what's going on because of the way we talk about it. And Mr. King here is very, very scared because he doesn't like stouts and is a bit of a, I, I, bit of I a shit can't bird. Remember, I can't remember where my one is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. drink it. 
come out. I didn't drink it. It's here somewhere. I have very okay. mixed feelings on this one because I love we, Panda Nero. Listen Let's next week see. to find out about that. The second thing we have to call out is Tyrone, okay? Or Tyrone. Tyrone. Because what they have done is not ship beers to the Republic of Ireland in their big unionist fervor. Okay, um, I even ordered them from England and they wouldn't come because on post won't deliver uh, alcohol or liquids from England to Ireland. So we literally tried everything. Uh, and so instead of um, Clear Sky Brewing, which is the one kind of active uh, brewery in Tyrone, um, we are going to try a Colorado from Colorado left hand brewing. Uh, we've gone with their Gosa. Uh, and I think the left hand ruin is a great idea because uh, anyone who's seen their logo is essentially the red hand of Ulster, uh, which is, you know, the Tyrone flag. So close enough. And uh, Crafty Crew have decided that uh, fuck Tyrone. So we're going with left hand ruin. We can actually get our hands on that. You see? See what yeah. I did there? We can get our hands on it. We... <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It's a bit of a novelty because it's a uh, wheels go surround is what it's called. Uh, very clever name. But it's the first going to be the first ghost I believe we've had on the on the podcast, um, which is interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and, probably. Uh, you know, it ties in pretty well. And you know what? We've decided that Tyrone as a county doesn't exist anymore, and anything that <laughs> Left Hand Brew represents that county. You know. <laughs> before before Kinger finishes up, I'd like to throw out something. And um, Mark kind tried to interrupt me earlier on when I was doing my, I don't know, Walshie's walkabouts or whatever we like to call it. When I brought up uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, go Eagles! And I shouted out our friend uh, Mr. Dooge. and mainly the reason yeah. I didn't shout at Mark. Why didn't you give me a shout? I'm an Eagles because, fan. Because you know yeah, I'm an Eagles but, fan. But, but Mark, long story yeah. short, you're a bollocks. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, he'd be very much it. like you know in the Simpsons hey. where you get that small crusty the clown and they throw him a quarter. And it's like, oh, not a quarter. He'll be dancing for hours. Ah, if you get ah, Mark, and just just before this, Mark starts singing to defend himself again. for being an Eagles <laughs> fan, you. I'm going to sign us out. Join us next week for the season finale when we're going to be in Colorado and Meath, our two remaining counties, uh, because the other two counties couldn't give us a beer. Uh, so until then, uh, it's a goodbye from Mark, goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Walshie, South Kinger, aka Big Juicy. See you next week. <laughs>